Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. My name is Sierra and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. From my crazy life to yours, it's time to share our experiences and get into those gritty details. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. It's your host Sierra here and today I'm with my wonderful brand ambassador Mackenzie. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. Thanks for having me today. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm super excited to have you. This has been a long time in the making. Today we're going to be talking about Mackenzie's experience growing up with grooming. So if this is something that makes you uncomfortable, please don't listen to this episode. We're going to be going into depth on her experience and what happened. What is grooming? I'm sure most people know about it, but they probably don't know the extent of it or where it happens or why it happens. So can you explain this to us? Uh, Yeah, so grooming is befriending a minor and it's typically an older person and they will target a young child and get to know them and get close with them in order to like benefit them, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they whether that's like sexually or like emotionally or make, both yeah or both yeah <laughs> uh it can happen online and in person which is kind of crazy to think about that happens in person yeah like i don't know how people don't realize that because it's easier to hide it on the internet so people don't really think of it this way but groomers are pedophiles correct yeah okay so even i mean people don't always think that you know a 23 year old talking to a 16 year old is that bad because on paper you know like oh well Mm -hmm. it's not that big of an age gap but the maturity levels between a 16 year old and a 23 year old are really really big yeah it is really different and i've had experience with that Mm -hmm. i'm sure we'll talk about that more yeah podcast a lot of people don't realize that it's actually really bad it's horrible yeah yeah and like when you see your friend dating like a younger person like a lot of people won't say anything mm-hmm. because they don't want to. And it's like a very taboo subject. Absolutely. So. And I think too, because a lot of us are grandparents or great grandparents, mm-hmm. there was that type of age gap between, you know, the woman and the man for yeah. a really long time. And things were, yes, they were a lot different back then, but they were finding people to have babies with and manipulate into control a lot yeah. of the time. They're also yeah. doing like arranged marriages and stuff. Yes. Too, so. <laughs> So you're 20 now, but your first experience with grooming was when you were only 11 years old. So how did this even start? Yeah, so when I was 11 years old, I got my first Xbox and I started playing online with people, just like people from all over the world. And I met this guy and he was 17. And at first we were just like friends and he was just like being really nice to me. And then we started playing together every day. And then Kick was very in at the time. That's like what everyone used to message each other. Yeah, it, yeah. Kick was basically just like a, an app, right? Yeah, that you could like text each other on. Yeah. And like have group chats and yeah, stuff. Yeah, without like a phone number and stuff. And yeah. 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 Okay. So um, we like added each other on Kick and started talking there. And things just got like romantic, I guess. I don't know. Like yeah. I. Yeah. I don't really know how to explain it. Like, I just, like, got this, like, attachment towards him. Totally. And he was really nice to me. And at that time, like, I was getting bullied a lot in school. And I wasn't really friends with anyone. So it was nice to, like, have someone there for me. Yeah, and I remember thinking, because I was 11, like, you know, there's no way he'd go for me. And I just thought he was, like, so cute. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And then one day, he just started flirting with me. Right. Yeah, and I was, like, head over heels. Like, I was like, yes, like, I cannot believe this is happening. Like, this is amazing. You thought it was super cool. Yeah. 
And did you tell any friends at the time that you were talking to this guy? No, like I I didn't really have any friends. Right. So I didn't say anything to anyone. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't tell my parents. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't know half of what was happening. They just thought Mackenzie liked to play video games. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was just like in my room all the time playing Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't know anything. I guess online, parents don't always know, especially with xbox and kick and i mean even now we were talking about before we started the podcast with like roblox and minecraft Mm -hmm. and like all of these different apps and games that it's so easy for kids to unknowingly like get into these i mean relationships or like even just friendships with people that they shouldn't be friends with so i guess it wasn't that hard but you kept this hidden from your family at this time right i wouldn't show my friends or family my phone Mm -hmm. i had an ipod at the time i think yeah (laughs) yeah and i would just keep it like very secretive and i didn't like it when like my sisters would go on the xbox onto my account because i didn't want them to like find anything yeah like find his profile or anything like a part of me like knew it was kind of wrong yeah weird and i just like felt like it should stay hidden did you like delete messages and stuff after you were done using yeah i would yeah Yeah. sometimes and just make sure that like nobody would be able to find it yeah (laughs) yeah definitely and i think that's another thing too is with like ipods at the time like i don't think a lot of parents knew that you could download the same apps Mm -hmm. that you could on like a regular smartphone right so they probably weren't even thinking that you were using it to like talk to people yeah no they thought i was just like playing games on it yep <laughs> yeah that's uh pretty sure that's what most people thought at the time it yeah. was just for games um i know you could like iMessage and stuff on them mm-hmm. but at the same time like you think that they're just like iMessaging you yeah like, like family and stuff yeah, yeah like it's all pretty innocent so you found a really interesting statistic or fact online that you wanted to share with everyone can you tell us what that is Yeah, so I was doing some research, and I found that over 500,000 predators are online every day. And I think that's crazy because I don't see, like, a lot in social media, people talking about grooming or pedophiles or anything. You don't. Yeah, and it's crazy to know that, like, there are that many out there and that many, like, children at risk Mm -hmm. every day. Yeah, and again, that people don't always view these people as pedophiles, as groomers, because they're just playing games with people, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. But then you really think about it and it's like, well, why are adults playing Minecraft with 10 year olds? I grew up in a time where the internet and chat rooms were very new. And I remember the first time I ended up in a chat room that it was supposed to be actually for like kids only kind of thing which is very mm-hmm. like interesting, but it was actually like advertised on like wife TV or something like oh, that. Wow. I remember that's how I found out about it is because I just like Googled it and I think it was called like Yab or something, Yab or something like that. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, and everybody had screen names and that kind of stuff. So at least like that was there. But I remember my dad just like freaking out and he was like, you can't be on there. Those people are lying about their age, all of this kind of stuff, which is, I mean, probably true. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I was like, but it says it's only for kids that are like 11 to 13. I'm 11. Like what's wrong? (laughs) I'm not doing anything wrong here, but they tried to restrict my internet access, which made me want to do it more. And I think that's kind of how a lot of my friends and stuff were as well. Like it, 
you want to protect your kids, but by not letting them have something, it does. It, yeah. And everybody else has it. You want to do it more. You want every what everybody else has and that kind of thing. Yeah. And as kids, I feel like we don't really listen to our parents. No. When they say there's going to be bad people online. No. It's like, okay, no. well, you know, my best friend is real online. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> like, screw you. Yeah. No, I have all of these wonderful people online. Yeah. And, and there is good people. Absolutely. Online. Yeah. But there are bad people. Yeah. I, um... I guess in high school as well, I was like a moderator for, it was kind of a chat room, but it was also like a game site. And the chat rooms in there were completely fine. But yeah, every once in a while, like someone would just like pop up as like a direct DM type of chat. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know who you are. Like I'm going to delete you. But I still have a lot of those people from that chat room on my personal Facebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it's been like 10 years since that site closed down, but all of us still like talk every once in a while and Mm -hmm. like you can meet really awesome people and I've met some of them in person before because I know that they're real so of course you have to give some people the benefit of the doubt but Mm -hmm. you can definitely tell when someone (laughs) is trying to get something from you than someone who is like a year younger or a year older than you or the same age as you so yeah yeah so way back there was a website again this website was advertised on like much music and gosh probably YTV and all of that. Uh, it was called Have a Hotel. And you mm-hmm. basically got to make like a little character and you were in this hotel and you got to run around in the hotel and like talk to people. And it was usually just like pretty fun. I never was allowed to play it at home because again, you were like okay. talking to strangers. But uh, I did play it with friends at their houses and stuff. And I recently saw this TikTok. And the caption just sent me because I was like, oh my God, this was definitely what was happening. And it said something like, nothing like talking to a 25 year old when you're 12 and spilling your guts to them because they understood me. (laughs) And all of the commenters were like, wow. So we all got groomed on Habbo Hotel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this was years ago already. Mm -hmm. We're going to hop into something that's really personal, but I think it's really important to talk about. You didn't know about masturbation when you were 11, as most 11-year-olds don't. Honestly, unless you're taught about it, most young girls learn about it in not great ways. So Mm -hmm. do you mind telling us about how you learned about it and where it went from there? The guy that I was talking to that I met over Xbox, uh, he started, like, sending sexual messages to me. Mm -hmm. And I remember this, like, vividly. Like, I was in my living room in Saskatchewan, where I used to live, and he texted me on kick. And he said, hey, I'm touching myself. Is it okay if I think about you? And I had no idea, like, what that was. Like, my brain couldn't, like, wrap my mind around it. Yeah. And so I messaged back, and I was like, yeah, sure. And I just, like, I did not know what What he meant. No, I was like, like, okay. Like, I don't know what this is, but, like, he loves me, and I love him. Yeah. So this is fine. So it's okay. So did he go into, like, telling you more about it and, like, how you can do it to yourself? Or... He never really, like, taught me how to do it. Yeah. I kind of, like, I got, like, the idea from him. Absolutely. And then I went from there, like, you know, did my own research, if you will, on it, (laughs) as you do. Yeah. But I remember feeling, like, very confused. Yeah. About it. Yeah. And it felt kind of, like, weird. Well, yeah, because it was your first, like, I mean, sexual experience. And I really think that 
I mean, most people don't think of it this way, but I think that like that type of stuff should be really like sacred. It should be really like Mm -hmm. figuring out what you want and you like. Yeah. But if you're talking to someone else and you're thinking about doing it because of them or for them, it really changes your mindset about the whole thing. Like, am I doing this because they're thinking about it? Like, why, why do I feel like I have to do this? So this relationship with this guy went on for a long time, and how did it end? So he actually broke up with me. Oh, rude. Yeah, I know, right? For the better, though. (laughs) Yeah, he texted me, and he was just, like, really depressed in his life. And so he just, like, ended things, and I remember, like, feeling absolutely, like, heartbroken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I knew, like, because he had broken up with me before, but I knew, like, it was, like, over this time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, crying, like, could not eat, like, freaking out about this because, like, I loved him. Yeah. I really did. And, like, we always, like, said this thing to each other. Like, it was, like, a countdown. It was, like, oh, like, six more years and we'll be together. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) It's true, though. It's true. That's what we said. Yeah. And it's, like, really, it's a lot to, like, think about. But that's what we would say. And it was, like, in our heads that when I graduated high school, mm-hmm. I was going to fly down to Florida, yeah. where he lives, and go see him and meet him. And it was, like, this big plan. But, yeah, he just broke up with me. And then about a week later, he wanted me back. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I can't keep doing this anymore. I just oh kind of knew. I don't know. Yeah. I just knew it wasn't right. That actually... Um kind of reminded me of a girl I went to high school with same kind of thing mm-hmm. she was like when I turn 18 I'm gonna go move down to wherever my boyfriend lives yeah and I'm gonna live with him there mm-hmm. and I think that that type of you know oh it's not that much longer it's only yeah four years three years six years whatever however long it is you're just waiting for that moment and you're putting everything you have into that yeah and then It just makes you think of like what would have actually happened if you would have went down there. After this relationship ended, you felt like you constantly needed to get validation from older men. So when you were 15, some really pivotal chapters of your life happened. So let's start with your boyfriend when you were 15. Okay. So I got a boyfriend when I was 15. Uh, He was 19. Mm. I met him through the music scene. Red flag already. We started hanging out. And, you know, he would, like, want it to, like, be a secret Mm. from my parents. Um, Huge red flag. Yeah, biggest red flag. (laughs) Um, And he would, like, call me, like, little girl, which I thought was endearing at the time. I was like, oh, like, kind of weird, but kind of cute. Oh, it makes me want to barf. Yeah, but then, like, looking back on it, it's like, that was, like, really disgusting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, none of his friends said anything about it. It wasn't even, like, like no one really, like, cared. Right. Yeah, and looking back at it, like, I was just 19 a year ago, and I would have never dated a 15-year-old. No. Ever. No. Like, that is so gross to me. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, you know, he ended up taking my virginity, too. Of course. And it's like, I could not imagine sleeping with someone that age. And so, how did things end with this boyfriend he ended up breaking up with me because he was suspicious of me he thought i was like cheating on him oh my god i know i know like (laughs) what oh yeah he thought i was cheating on him but he was actually the one 
doing the cheating, if you will. Like, he yeah. was on dating sites, like, yeah. talking to random girls yeah. you as a joke. You didn't even have access to that kind of stuff. Like, if no. you put in your real age into any of these dating sites, like, you wouldn't have been accepted onto them. Yeah, and he was 19. Like, he could drink. He could go out. I couldn't do any of that. Yeah. I didn't even really know about all of that. No. So, he was basically yeah. living, like, this double life. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, so he had Mackenzie here, and then he had whatever else he was doing with his of-age life over there. Yeah. And he saw no problem with it. No, not at all. No, he just saw you as probably, like, this girl toy, unfortunately. But honestly, yeah. Yeah. Like, that is exactly what it was. So after ending with this 19-year-old, what happened? What happened with your life, and where did you go from here? Uh, So after that... It was a long road of just, like, having sex with older guys. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it was like a competition with myself. Like, how old can I... How old can you go? Yeah, how old can you go, oh, really? Yeah. And I, I don't know why. Like, I think it was engraved in me from being 11 with a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. I think from that on, it just kind of, like, spiraled. Absolutely. And all I wanted was, like, older guys and, like, their validation. Mm-hmm. And, you know... And where did you even, like, seek these men was it online or no it wasn't online it was like through friends because we used to have this friend group and there were some like older guys in that friend right group. yeah and so i would kind of go for them so it wasn't hard for you no it was actually really easy yeah to get older guys yeah and at that yeah. point too like unfortunately like you always get that type of reputation where people know that oh well, if I talk to her and be nice to her, she'll probably sleep with me too, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's not really your fault that this happened to you, mm-hmm. but it's what, you know, what you turned to as well because you yeah. didn't know any better. Yeah, I remember it being kind of like a joke with my friends, like, oh, Mackenzie's sleeping with this guy now and this guy, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's 20-something years old, haha. And, like, deep down, I was, like, really hurting. Yeah. And yeah. They, they didn't know that. No, they didn't. They just thought it was just the way you were. They didn't know. And I mean, of course, when you're a teenager and stuff, you didn't know what trauma was or Mm -hmm. why you looked for this validation or why you wanted these things. It was really just, yeah, it wasn't talked about. No, I had no idea. And I was still like, I still loved the guy from when I was 11. Yeah. And like, I just, I still wanted him and I didn't see anything wrong with it Mm -hmm. still. I didn't know about grooming or anything. No. And I think that's like what really drove me to do all the things that I did. Can you tell us about the long-term outcomes there were from these relationships? I think it definitely left me with more depression, Mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety, and it led me to like indulge in risky behavior, mainly Mm -hmm. sexually. Like you said, because you wanted the validation from people. Exactly. And I think I was just like so traumatized from it all yeah even though I didn't realize it at the time no yeah no of course not you were too young to realize like we said before that what trauma even was yeah that this was bad or anything like that now here you are like looking for all of these (laughs) people to sleep with because Mm -hmm. it was like you said almost kind of like a game with yourself like how high can I go how many can I go with and you know everything along those lines so I mean, how, I guess, how did you feel during that time? Like with the depression and stuff, like was it? I felt really lost. Right. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like an object really. Oh yeah. And you know, it was like in my brain that people are only going to like me if I have sex with them. Right. And that's kind of like 
what all this like grooming turned into. It turned into me feeling lost and like an object. Yeah. And how did you, I guess, over, start overcoming that in ways? I did go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And I would talk about my depression and anxiety. And it really helped. Just like learning different methods of like self-love and coping. I started dancing. Oh, yeah. And that really helped. Like it yeah. allowed me to get back into my body. Yeah. And to say like, this is my body. And I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. No. Well, you dance for yourself, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. don't do it for other people. I mean, your troupe does performances and stuff. Yeah. But I think... Everyone I know that has been in the dance troupe that you're in, they all do it because they want to reclaim themselves and feel good about themselves at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think that's really amazing. I feel like anyone who's been in a groomed relationship of any sorts will kind of deny it for years or never come to terms with it. So what made you realize what happened to you? Uh, so I did deny it for years. Yeah. I never really thought about it. And I started reading up on like grooming and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like that couldn't have happened to me like it wasn't that bad is what I like kept telling myself it's what a lot of people do yeah you know with a lot of different traumas like it's yeah. not that bad mm-hmm. it's okay someone's it, had it worse yeah yeah and I remember talking to my close friend at the time and I was like telling him about what happened kind of like in a joking way yeah I was trying to make light of it not really taking it seriously and I remember like he got really quiet and he was like Mackenzie like you have been groomed like, this is not okay. Yeah. And he kind of, like, made me realize what happened. So where, like, where did you go from there? Like, what did you do once you came to terms with what happened to you? I kind of, like, I started reading up on it more mm-hmm. and really, like, thinking about it. And I started journaling about what happened. Right. And it connected a lot of dots for me about, like, why I am the way I am now mm-hmm. and how it's, like, shaped me and affected me and affected my relationships with people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you have issues making friends with older people now or is it, like, a trust thing for you? I have some trust issues now with it. I'm not going to disinclude anyone just because they're a bit older, mm-hmm. but I have started to hang out with people that are more my age yeah recently and how has that been for you it's been good it's been really refreshing honestly and it's crazy like to think that we're like at the same point in life yeah i didn't really have that before no you know these people were old they could do a lot of things that i couldn't they knew a lot of stuff that i didn't they had things that you didn't yeah exactly yeah like you know they were moved out yeah they could go to the bar do whatever they wanted and I was just like at home. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so having friends that are my age now is really refreshing. So now you are going to the bar with people your age. Yeah. You are doing things with people your age. You're being friends with people your age. And that, I don't know, I feel like it's a whole different speed. Hey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying this and not feeling like you, I don't know, have to be a housewife or have these babies yeah. right now or like, you know, whatever these other people yeah. were trying to potentially get you into there are bad days you know like it's like a mix Mm -hmm. it's an ebb and flow and yeah some days I'm like oh I need to find an older guy again or like something like that but I just remind myself that you know I should try and date someone my age first and see what it's like so about six months ago you found out that someone you were really close to was attempting to groom minors what the hell did you do I freaked out. Um, yeah. I was actually in Calgary at the time, mm-hmm. and I was actually at a metal show when this happened, mm-hmm. and my phone was going off like crazy, and I was like, oh, what is this? 
And it was actually from Discord because the guy who was grooming minors, um, he had a Discord server. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess for those who don't know what Discord is, it's basically just a big open kind of chat room. Yeah. You can make your own server on it so you can have your own private room on it and talk privately to other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like it's a it's a great tool. Most people use it for video games and like talking on like they're playing a video game and they're talking on Discord at the same time. So yeah. they don't like make their game mess up or anything. But yeah. obviously it is used for other things as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, my phone was going off and I looked at my phone and there was like this message and it was like, do you know who you're supporting? And it was in this guy's like uh, server on Discord where mm-hmm. anyone could join. And it had two screenshots of it. Uh, one was of him and the other one was like of text messages mm-hmm. on Discord that were being sent back and forth. Yeah. Um, so I messaged them and it just like all unfolded from there. It was like this big like explosion right in my face. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. Yeah. And... Do you want to talk about, like, what the messages said? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it started on Omegle is what oh, I found wow. out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, it was like, hey, female or male, like, that back and forth thing. Yeah. And um, he had asked how old this person was, and they said 11. And he said, and then they asked how old he was, and he said 23, horny, question mark. It's like right off the gate. So they responded and it kind of like went back and forth for a bit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why don't you get on Snapchat and add me? And he wanted this 11-year-old to add him on Snapchat and start talking to him. And they were like, oh, I don't have Snapchat. And he's like, okay, well, Discord then. And then it proceeds to move to Discord. Mm -hmm. And it's like back and forth, like explicit, like sexual messages the like the other person wasn't really like saying much, but it was him like pursuing, yeah. pursuing, yeah, just like vulgar language, and he ended up sending them like a dick pic. Oh, so wild! Mm-hmm. And then that's when was it was it that person that messaged you or yeah, it, it was Discord. Yeah, yeah, so it was two people that he thought he was talking to that were eleven and thirteen mm-hmm. when it moved to Discord. It was. Now it was three of them talking. And those people were the ones that sent the message. Yeah. And then I got in contact with them and I, I like ran out of the like the place that I was at. Yeah. Just like crying and freaking out. And I called them and I was like, what is happening? And that's when they filled me in and they like added me to the group chat where it all happened. So I could mm-hmm. like scroll through like it wasn't fake. Yeah. And that's like, yeah. You saw all the evidence. Yeah. You it saw was everything real. happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. So I guess like what... What was your next step then? Well, I was heartbroken first. I feel like that's, like, important to talk about. I thought, like, I had went through the greatest heartbreak I ever had, like, before this. Mm -hmm. But this, like, completely, like, shattered me. Yeah. And it flipped my world upside down. Yeah, it just changed my life. Yeah, because it's someone you think that you know. Yeah. That you're, like really close with and yeah. then all of a sudden this happens and you're like who who is this person like this yeah. isn't this isn't x this is like this has to be someone else but yeah I, w- I was in denial for sure and I didn't want to believe it mm-hmm. um and I remember calling one of my bandmates crying and freaking out and luckily he was there for me mm-hmm. I'm really grateful that he was yeah I don't know what I would have done without him and then I decided that I had to drive back so in the middle of the night no no oh, okay no. <laughs> Couple days, uh, like a day or two later okay <laughs> because I was gonna go home the next day but I could not stop crying and like right. I was shaking I couldn't eat like anything um 
And I was just like having to make these phone calls and tell people about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like just like the close friends, like what is going on? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I drove back here and I ended up filing a police report Mm -hmm. with the evidence that I had against him. And then I guess the police probably came to see you or? Yeah. So they came to my house. And we did, like, they interviewed me and asked me questions about the situation. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that there was actually another police report on him. Mm-hmm. They couldn't give me much information on that. No, unfortunately. But just knowing. Yeah. You know, I wanted to believe, like, that this was a joke. And yeah. that he knew, like, it was, you know, they were fake or whatever. And that he was just trolling. But there was another report. Yeah. So I, I couldn't believe that anymore. No, it completely solidified everything yeah for you right yeah yeah and so did most people take your side on things or like was Um, he like are there still people that you know that are friends with him like don't believe it yeah there are a few people actually that are still friends with him and it sucks because they were my friends I showed them the Mm -hmm. messages like and there's no going back from that no or denying that once you see it and unfortunately you know they still support him Mm -hmm. and you know I share stuff on my Instagram story sometimes about like grooming and what it is and just you know Mm -hmm. like being an advocate and they will actually tell him about it you're posting about it. yeah I had him text me once and I had to block him good yeah Yeah. I mean I should have originally but yeah he texted me and he's like why are you slandering me Wonder why. Yeah, it's like you broke the law. But I was lucky that a lot of people did take my side. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in the community that we were both a part of don't stand for that. Yeah. Some were skeptical because I couldn't, I didn't really show anyone Mm -hmm. or too many people like what was said because it had to go to the police first. And you don't want to because that that can happen. Yeah. Is where you show too many people or release it online or something like that and they'll be like well now we can't use it yeah so you definitely did the right thing there and i guess if people really want to find out they can i mean you can reach out to the police department at any time and see Mm -hmm. if there is anything filed against other people against yourself anything like that and another thing too is i mean if (laughs) i honestly recommend it before even dating someone you can look up the bc court system yeah Yeah, you can look it up you can look it up by first name last name you can see all their offenses you know, they have a parking ticket or like <laughs> something, a speeding ticket. That's one thing. Yeah. But you can see what people have been in jail for yeah. or have tickets or, you know, have anything against them on there. And I yeah, highly recommend looking into that first. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just in case. But mm-hmm. if there is something with a minor, they can only show so much as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And another thing was, is how do I just post this? How do I just share this on my fucking Instagram story? Yeah. You know, it is so triggering and it is so disturbing to read. Yeah. But I don't want to put anyone through that. I don't want anyone to read that that doesn't have to. Yeah. You know, if you really want to see, and I know you, mm-hmm. you know, here you go, read it at your own discretion. But it is just like so heartbreaking to read. And I remember when I was reading it, like all I could think of was like, I was that 11 year old girl. Yeah. That was me. So you have some words of encouragement to anyone who may be going through this type of situation. And I guess, what would you like to say to them? I just want to say that if you're going through this, please tell someone. I know that it's scary and you may not want to. Mm -hmm. And Um, it sounds like such a cliche thing to say as well. It does. It does. But But it's true. It's so important. Yeah. You know, like you are not alone in this. Unfortunately, like a lot of people do go through this. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's important that we all stick together mm-hmm. and talk about it with each other, you know, get professional help. And it's important not to feel ashamed because it's not your fault. It's the person's fault that's doing the grooming. Yeah. Yeah. And that there is resources for help and free therapy and all of that kind of stuff to get you through it. So, of course, there is Kids Help Phone. Um, there's the Child Abuse Hotline. And I'm sure if you just Google it as well, there's probably all sorts of different resources for you. Yeah, there's a lot of options. And I think it's important to use them. We have reached the end of our episode, but Mackenzie has a couple people she wants to thank before we sign off. I just wanted to thank Taylor and Noah, my bandmates. Uh, You guys were there for me through everything, and you picked me back up when I thought I couldn't get back up. So thank you. That's awesome. And what's your band's name? We're called Cranial Fungus. Uh, We have stuff planned for the summer that I can't really talk about too much. But can they follow you on Instagram? Yeah, we're on Instagram at Cranial Fungus, and we also have TikTok and Facebook. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Mackenzie, for coming on and talking about this. And we will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.